Welcome to Supercharge Your Health, the show where you learn how to burn fat, build muscle, reverse aging, and supercharge your energy levels so you can live life to the max. This is your host, Dr. David Jockers. And on today's show, we're talking about gluten sensitivity and your brain. So gluten sensitivity and your brain, hot topic. And I know as a clinician, I work with so many different individuals with neurological disorders and they have no idea that it's gluten as the underlying cause. They have no idea that they have food sensitivities, food allergens as one of the major culprits. And we'll talk about today on today's show how gluten affects our skin, causes things like eczema, acne, issues like that, if we have a certain sensitivity to it, and uh, how food sensitivities also uh, obviously cause digestive problems, but they can literally affect almost every single issue that we can deal with. Things, things like cancer, things like fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome, thyroid disease, rheumatoid arthritis, bone loss, osteoporosis, osteopenia, thyroid problems. I mean, I've seen everything. And one of the key tests, one of the key things we've got to look at is food sensitivities. And so as we start today out, we know that gluten is the common protein molecule found in wheat, barley, rye, kamut, and spelt. Gluten is a sticky storage protein that binds to the small intestinal wall where it often causes digestive and immune system disorders. Gluten sensitivity is an epidemic that is a major factor in inflammatory disorders of the gut, the immune system, skin, and the nervous system. Gluten intolerance is highly associated with inflammatory disorders of all kinds. It's also a contributing factor in many autoimmune diseases, such as celiac disease, rheumatoid arthritis, type 1 diabetes, neurological disorders, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, autoimmune cardiomyopathy, lymphoma, and dermatitis, herpetiformis, among others. It's also a contributing factor with individuals with asthma, allergies, and eczema. So gluten, I mean, we hear a lot about it. We see all these gluten-free diets and different things like that. And a lot of people ask, does it really work? Does coming off gluten really work? For myself, I've noticed a huge difference being off gluten now for many years. And and my story is that I actually developed irritable bowel syndrome. And so here I was going through life and just somewhat struggling. Even though I was athletic, I, I was thin, I was lean, I looked good, I was, I was healthy looking, I really was not healthy at all. And I was drinking lots of tap water, eating lots of processed healthy food. By that I mean things like processed whey proteins, processed protein powders, oatmeal and cereal and, and, and milk and things like that, pasteurized milk. And I ended up developing a very severe irritable bowel syndrome. And I went from about 170 pounds and got down to about 135 pounds, extremely thin. Uh, my blood pressure was always very low, like 90 over 60. I was lightheaded all the time, no energy, just felt awful. And so what I realized is that the foods that I was eating were poisoning my body. And one of those major ones was gluten. And so again, gluten is this common protein molecule found in wheat, barley, rye, kamut, and spelt. 
Now, I'll tell you, I see a lot of people that will tell me things like, you know what, I've been tested for gluten and they said that I was not sensitive, that I didn't have an allergen to it. But you know what, there are so many different components of gluten that they're not testing for. And that's the big thing on this article. And you can learn more about this gluten sensitivity in your brain right on my website, drjockers.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. You'll see the article, Gluten Sensitivity in Your Brain. And hey, while you're on our website, you'll also want to register for our newsletter and, and pick up my free eBooks, my 40 Recipe Supercharge Your Life Recipe eBook, so that way you could start making the best superfood recipes in the world, start enjoying amazing food and getting healthy at the same time. So back to this article, studies have found associations between gluten sensitivity and disorders in every part of the neurological system, including the brain, spinal cord, and peripheral nerves. Gluten is a significant trigger in psychiatric disorders, things like bipolar disorder, depression, schizophrenia, all related with with severe gluten intolerance, movement disorders, sensory gangliopathy, ataxia, neuromyelitis, multiple sclerosis, cerebellar disease, cognitive impairment, dementia, restless leg syndrome, migraines, apraxia, neuropathy, myoclonus, hearing loss, and virtually every other neurological disorder. For many individuals, their immune system gets so overworked from gluten sensitivity and other environmental challenges, such as toxins, parasites, vitamin D deficiencies, and trauma, that they have severe immune reactions that can last after just one provoked exposure. This means that consuming gluten on one day can cause an inflammatory assault that could last two to three months afterwards. And that's why it's so critical to be as strict as possible when avoiding gluten and other inflammatory irritants. So let's look at the complexity of gluten sensitivity. Gluten is made up of a sticky portion called glutenin, and a protein portion called gliadin. Gliadin can be broken down into alpha, omega, and gamma gliadins. Most lab tests, they're only looking at alpha gliadin antibodies, but that's a very small component of the total molecule. So a lot of people, again, they come back, they think, well, I tested out okay that I'm not sensitive to gluten, but that was only the alpha gliadin. They didn't even test the glutenin. Glutenin is what gives wheat wheat dough strength and elasticity, and it's very commonly used in the baking process for those desirable characteristics. Many people have severe reactions to this molecule, but it never shows up on the basic gliadin antibody testing. The food processing industry very often deaminates the gliadin molecule to make it water-soluble. Deaminated gliadin has been shown to trigger severe immune responses in many individuals. That never tests out for gliadin antibodies either. They're not looking at deaminated gliadin. How about lectins? You know, this is actually what, what I found that I was really sensitive to was lectins. You see, grains, nuts, and legumes also contain lectins, which bind sugars and carbohydrates together. They are referred to as wheat germ A gluten molecules in wheat, or WGA. The WGA molecules have been shown to trigger immune reactions, and their highest concentrations are found in whole wheat and sprouted wheat. Research has shown that WGA molecules can pass through the blood-brain barrier and attach to the myelin sheath, which is the protective coating of the nerve. 
Lectins inhibit nerve growth factors, which affect the ability of the nerves to heal and repair effectively. Many individuals never test positive for a gluten allergy, yet they have WGA sensitivity that is causing severe inflammatory problems in the body. What I noticed was that even just taking wheat and and gluten-containing grains out just certainly wasn't enough for me. I still seem to have a lot of digestive issues and inflammation, and it wasn't until I really took out all the grains, the nuts, uh, even sprouted grains that I used to eat all the time, um, I had to take out nuts as well, these different things that have, as well as uh, legumes like beans and different things like that. And when I did that, that's when I noticed gigantic differences. And, uh, you know, these differences meant better brain function, better energy levels. Just, I just felt so much better. And uh, so lectin sensitivity, that can be, that's very, very common in our society. Most people don't even know about it. This is one of the reasons why my, supercharger energy nutrition plan, we take out these inflammatory foods. We minimize nuts. The nuts we would consume would be things like soaked and sprouted nuts, soaked and sprouted seeds. When you soak and sprout a nut or a seed or a bean, it removes about 50% of the lectins. So it really reduces the lectin count, makes it much more bioavailable. I also do not recommend consuming large quantities, even if it's soaked or sprouted, of nuts, seeds and legumes. Just not a good idea. And so we don't want to bioaccumulate these lectins. They will cause problems. So small amounts of soaked nuts or seeds or just small amounts in general of nuts, seeds, and legumes going to do much better with that than huge amounts. And this is a huge, this is a big mistake a lot of people make when they're starting to live a healthy lifestyle. They load up on things like almond butter. They consume massive quantities of nuts And they cause a lot of problems that way. So we don't want to do that. Now, another problem with gluten is opioids. When the body metabolizes gluten, it creates opioids in the form of gluteomorphin. One can have a blood test to see if the body produces antibodies to gluteomorphin and the building block prodimorphin. When someone has an opioid sensitivity, going gluten-free can cause severe withdrawal symptoms that are similar to coming off of opioid drugs such as heroin. These symptoms include depression, crazy mood swings, nausea and vomiting, as well as abnormal bowel activity. This can last anywhere from several days to weeks. So major issues with gluten-based opioids. Now let's look at the cross-reactivity between our immune system and nerve system. You see, our immune system, the immune cross-reactivity happens when the immune system mistakes one protein for another. The gluten protein is similar to protein structures in the nervous system and the thyroid tissue. When the body creates antibodies for gluten, it may also produce antibodies to the body's own nervous tissue or thyroid. This cross-reactive effect leads to damage to the brain, thyroid, and other neurological tissue when the individual consumes anything with even the slightest bit of gluten. So I see that a lot with thyroid patients. Almost all of them have gluten sensitivities. Gluten in your thyroid, major, major, major uh, cross-reactivity actions that take place there. Same thing with gluten and brain function. Individuals that are having neurological problems almost always have major food allergens and particularly gluten. And even the slightest split of gluten can cause a major inflammatory attack. The best test for gluten cross-reactivity is called something called the ELISA. 
This is a blood test in which the blood is placed on a dish with various neurological tissues and later inspected for an immune response. If the immune response is elevated, it is evidence of such a cross-reactive immune response. The most common area of cross-reactivity is through a family of proteins located on neurons called synapsin. These proteins help regulate neurotransmitter release. The most common problem is in the cerebellum, where when they regulate neurotransmitters, they can cause problems like vertigo, motor control, balance, and anxiety. I see that a lot with gluten sensitivity issues. Balance problems, chronic anxiety, very common. Transglutaminase autoimmunity. Transglutaminases are enzymes found throughout the body that bind together and they are key to the digestion of wheat. Transglutaminase 2 is found in the intestinal lining and antibodies to TG, TG2 or transglutaminase 2 are a marker for celiac disease. Transglutaminase 3 is found in the skin and antibodies can lead to chronic acne, eczema, and dermatitis. You know, if you or maybe a child or somebody you know that has chronic eczema or acne, definitely adopting a gluten-free and, and really a grain-free diet following the nutrition plan that I recommend will make a world of difference. They will see night and day differences with their skin function. That's one of the big things people are always telling me. Transglutaminase 6. This is another transglutaminase found throughout the central nerve system. Antibody formation leads to neurological disorders. So you can buy these transglutaminase enzymes not only in gluten but also in processed deli meats as well. So really key that we understand that. The inflammatory reaction to gluten deteriorates the thin lining that protects the brain from pathogens and environmental toxins. This only increases autoimmune reactions and chronic inflammatory damage in the brain. It also creates a pathway for heavy metals like aluminum to get into the brain. Aluminum amyloid plaques are classically found in the temporal lobe with Alzheimer's disease. So when the blood-brain barrier becomes damaged, it now becomes susceptible for toxins to cross over and, and create major problems. So let's take a look at this. What are the sources of gluten and what's, what's cross-contaminating? Well, number one source, or really I should say where, where gluten is found directly, is in wheat, spelt, barley, kamut, and rye, and oats, except oats from a gluten-free oat farm. Now, foods that are suspected to cross-react with gluten by the immune system that's going to be dairy. Alpha casein, beta casein, and whey protein can all cross-react. Instant coffee, another very common one. Instant coffee, yeast, peanuts, milk chocolate, egg protein, corn, sesame, soy, rice, canola, millet, and potato. So these things can cross-react with gluten. We want to stay away from them. Hidden sources of gluten. Where is gluten hidden in different titles of foods? Modified food starch or modified corn starch. That's going to most likely contain gluten. Food emulsifiers. Food stabilizers. Artificial food colorings. Malt extracts, dextrins, and clarifying agents. These things typically contain gluten. Commonly overlooked sources of gluten, that's going to be things like processed condiments. So processed ketchup, mustard, and salad dressings most often have gluten, deli meats, beer, soy sauce, imitation crab meats, and often many shampoos. And if you are very 
allergenic or very sensitive to gluten, even putting shampoo on your hair, shampoo that contains gluten on your hair can cause major cross reactivity. So we definitely want to avoid that as well. So going beyond gluten-free, you know, for most individuals with a gluten intolerance, going gluten-free alone is not enough. Clinically, I see many of these individuals do better going gluten-free, but they continue to have digestive and neurological struggles until they remove all the grains, legumes, most dairy. Some of them can handle some fermented raw dairy from A2 beta casein producing cows, such as Beyond Organic Raw Cheese and Amasi. Most of them, though, most of these individuals I see, they need to remove grains, legumes, dairy, nuts, oftentimes eggs for a period of time. This removes lectins, right, because the lectins are in the grains, legumes, and the nuts, which can be very inflammatory for individuals with compromised digestive systems and immune imbalances. Often these individuals have severely compromised digestive systems from years of inflammatory assault on the villi of the small intestine. Many of these individuals will need to do an advanced leaky gut cleanse to get over the hump. And you know, if you want to know more about leaky gut cleanses and how I help people get well from severe food cross-reactivities, you can find that out on my website, drjockers.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. Again, that's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. And if you're in the Atlanta area, we've got a phenomenal event. This is coming up Thursday, September 26th. It is our healthy recipe night at that event. It's going to be absolutely amazing right at my office, Exodus Health Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, 6 p.m. Thursday night, September 26th. At that event, we'll be going through how to make grain-free breads. So if you're somebody who loves bread like I do, but you want to go grain-free, you want to clean up your digestive system, you want to get well naturally, you'll definitely want to come out to that. We are going to feature grain-free breads. We're also going to go over other superfoods, grain-free desserts, all kinds of amazing things that you will absolutely love and adore. And so, you know, you can go gluten-free, you can go grain-free and still eat amazing foods. You just have to know how to do it right. For example, this is an amazing recipe right on my homepage. It's called the Blueberry Brain Muffins right out of my book, Supercharge Your Brain. And this, this recipe, actually, we use coconut flour and aluminum-free baking powder. So both of these powers completely grain and gluten-free. So it is very low carb, but also very rich in antioxidants because we've got organic blueberries, which are low sugar, high nutrient density. We've got good fats with coconut oil. We're using organic pastured eggs. We've got some amazing ingredients in there, and you will love those. You see, typical muffins are loaded with gluten, sugar, and other inflammatory toxins. I know for myself growing up, I absolutely love blueberry muffins. However, again, these muffins loaded with hydrogenated oils, gluten, sugar, and other inflammatory agents. This one right here, though, the Blueberry Brain Muffin on drjockers.com, it's completely grain-free and loaded with brain-boosting superfood nutrition. Coconut oil is absolutely amazing for the brain and the body. It helps us burn fat, stabilizes blood sugar and hormone levels. 
Blueberries not only look and taste great, but they're full of anthocyanin antioxidants that are both chemoprotective. So they protect us against radiation damage and against carcinogenic chemicals, and they operate to boost blood flow to the brain. This recipe is also flavored with stevia, which is an all-natural sweetener that is 100 times sweeter than sugar, has no effect on the blood sugar. We also use something called Beyond Organic Suero Gold, which is a fermented whey that's loaded with organic acids, enzymes, probiotics, and potassium. This powerful fermented drink helps the body to cleanse and energizes the enzymatic systems within our cells. You and the family will go absolutely nuts for this recipe. It's the Blueberry Brain Muffins. Absolutely incredible. You will love it. And so speaking of the brain, most people don't really understand this, but music is one of the most powerful things to help enhance brain function. You see, music boosts creative energies through the production of alpha and theta waves. Large influxes of alpha waves induce states of enhanced creativity, while theta waves are associated with dreaming, learning, and relaxing. The key for boosting creative energies is to listen to the type of music you enjoy the most. If you want more inspiration in language and mathematics, it would only make sense to listen to music with singing, while music without words stimulates more artistic and visual senses. So music with words is stimulating for your left brain. So if you're if you're somebody who's more artistic and somebody who is um, doing art all day long and things like that, you might want to listen to music with with uh, singing just for balance. However, when you want to be more creative, you want to listen to music without the the singing, without the words to stimulate your artistic and visual senses. So these types of music can also be used to help enhance and help balance the hemispheres. Like I said, so somebody with a heavy right brain position, like an artist, may do well with rock and roll or other lyric-based music to charge up their left brain. Someone with a left brain-focused job, like an accountant or a mathematician, they may experience an increased level of peace and stability when they listen to classical music or other right brain style music. So you can actually choose music based on its ability to help balance your brain function. But the key is that you choose music that is, that's inspirational for you. That's going to be a really, really big aspect. Choosing inspirational music, always important. And so I wanted to share a great testimonial. This is from a lady named Lucinda on my website, drjockers.com. And she actually reversed hyperthyroidism, which is an autoimmune disease that she was really given up for. And she says, before meeting Dr. Jockers, I was on an unending cycle of medications and testing. Medications to control my thyroid and testing to make sure the meds were not destroying my liver function. Every six to eight weeks, I visited my endocrinologist for blood work. I was told that there were only two options for hyperthyroidism or Graves' disease, either medication or radiation. For seven years, my doctor pushed me to have radiation treatment, which would destroy my thyroid, and take a synthetic drug to replace its function. With each push, I stood my ground and objected because I knew God made my body with a thyroid gland, and it serves a purpose. 
In addition to Graves' disease, I suffered without answers as to why my body was depleted of essential vitamins like B12, D, and calcium. After going to multiple doctors, the only answers I received were medications. My quality of life was diminished without a properly functioning thyroid as its effects on my body resulted in atrial fibrillation and extreme muscle fatigue. I received hope after meeting Dr. Jockers in February of 2012 and gaining an understanding of subluxation, the benefits of a properly aligned spine, an anti-inflammatory diet, strategic exercises, and a renewed mindset. I live about an hour away from Exodus Health Center. It was a sacrifice for my family to afford the cost of the care, gas, and healthy food I needed. However, we made the decision that my health and quality of life was more important. I began care in March 2012 and my blood work improved. My energy levels increased and I slept much better. I also lost 15 pounds. My MD began reducing my thyroid medication. It was such a low dose that I decided to stop the medication altogether. Dr. Jocker says, God who created the body is able to heal the body. I had to soul search and ask myself if I really believe God and the journey he had me on. I believe God and the anointing he's placed on the doctors at Exodus Health Center. After three months off of the medication, I had blood work done. My thyroid function was in a, within a perfect range. My body was finally on a cycle of healing itself, just as God created it. I have a role to play, and I am staying on this road and pushing through whatever obstacle comes my way. I am so thankful for God placing me on the road to true restoration. That's Lucinda, and that's why we always say the power that made the body is what heals the body. God who made the body can absolutely turn around and heal the body. We just have to plug in to the proper principles. And so getting gluten going grain-free, de-inflaming our body, one of the critical essentials. And hey, if you want more information on how to take back control of your health, go to our website, drjockers.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S.com. We've got two free, amazing gifts for you, including a recipe book. And we'll see you back next week right here on Supercharge Your Health. 